There comes a time in your life when your desire to change must outweigh your desire to remain the same. If this is your time, I want you to know that whatever your circumstances are, you are exactly where you need to be right now. You are stronger than you know. You deserve to live in your purpose and to have a happy and fulfilling life. You're worth keeping your promises to yourself. Every single thing you've done until this point has been enough. You are enough. You always were. My greatest desire is for you to give yourself permission to take a chance on you because you're worth it. Welcome to the True Growth, True Growth podcast. I am Latina Mata, your mindset coach. And in this podcast, we explore and learn all things related to self-love, self-discovery and inner work. It is the foundation to help you navigate life and make the necessary internal shifts to become the very best version of yourself. It is my greatest pleasure to be with you right here, right now. Throughout this podcast, we get to grow through what we go through together. Welcome back to another episode of the True Growth, True Growth podcast. I'm Latina Massa, and today is another episode of the series Mom Overcoming Mountains. And today I have a special, lovely person um, who's very dear to me called Melissa. And we are going to have a wonderful chat where we're going to talk about some challenges that she overcame and how she overcame them, as well as how she balances all the things that she does on a daily basis. Of course, the intention of this podcast is to highlight moms who've had to go through these challenges and how they navigated that space and of course be a space of inspiration and safety for you to do the same. All right, so Mel, I'm going to let you introduce yourself. I am a crafter, DIYer, um, yes, about half a bunch of stuff. And a very lovely friend to me for quite some time, okay? Um, so Mel, I want you to share with us and let us know about a time that was extremely challenging while being a mom and, um, you know, bring us into your life a little in terms of what that time period Um, okay. So we're not crying and we're not doing it. No, we're not doing it. <laughs> but we could, you know what, guys, this is a safe space. <laughs> so we're not crying. Cry. I'm right here with you. Okay, so, um, a challenging, one of the most challenging um, experiences I've ever had was when my husband passed away um, about 11 years ago. It's a, a while now, but I think it's still a little fresh for me. Um, we were, he passed away from cancer and the transition from being um, a parent with Two, two people co-parenting yeah. Yeah. to going into one person mm-hmm. you know um just the journey alone the cancer journey alone yeah yeah the running up in the hospital the you know thinking okay everything's gonna be okay and then it's not okay that itself was challenging i yeah. never dealt with anybody first hand having cancer wow. he died in my hand <gasps> he died in you know in our room he died in my hands and um to me, everything after that was a good. Yeah. You know, yeah. I went through the grieving process, but I got married at 20, mm-hmm. 20, 21, around That's what Sandy did by Yeah. So I got married early. Right. So um, going into marriage, 
um, at a young age, you know, you're learning. It's right. a learning process. We're learning together. We're the same age and we're learning together. Right. Um, and then having children and are doing everything really. Right. I, I would say that when he passed, yeah. um, I felt like, oh my God, you know, I'm, I'm all alone now. Even though I had a support group, right. I had a support system, I right. felt like I was lost. Yeah. Because everything now I had to do on my own. And he was the type of husband that if, you, if there was something that you needed, he'd jump in to do it. You know, yeah. something needs to be done. Don't worry, I'll get it done. We, right. you know, everything will be fine. So it was a real transition for me. Okay. Um, it was a transition getting the girls. I had young girls at the time. I had a six-year-old. Wow. And I had a 14-year-old. So at that time, I was trying to, we were just trying to balance everything to make sure that they were okay. While I was trying to make sure they were okay, I was not okay. Yeah. So I went through the grieving process and then it went from grieving to depression to anxiety. Um, there were days when I wouldn't want to come out of the house. There yeah. were days I didn't want to come out the the room itself. Um, I kept feeling, okay, if I call it back, he'd probably come back. You know, it just, it was a real rough time. Of course. It was really, really rough. And I appreciate you sharing that, sharing up with us. I see you. Yeah. 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 I, I love you extra, I'm sure, <laughs> to be so um, So how did you navigate that? Like, how, what, what was the moment that you decided, you know, once I can't be in this space anymore? Um, I had a good support system. My brother-in-law especially, he made a commitment to my husband that he was not going to go to school. Wow. That was real. So he would come and make the effort for me to come out of the house. He would, Mm -hmm. you know, he would pray. I'd have um, my belief system as well. Yeah. I really, really love the Lord with all of my heart. Wow. I love him a lot. And I've seen him bring me through. Um, the depression, the anxiety, that anxious feeling when bills would be coming and stuff like that. And I saw him, you know, bring me through it. And I know people, you know, people who struggle with depression and anxiety, they they say, well, okay, how you got through it? I actually got through, he, I shouldn't say I, the Lord brought me through that by praying for somebody else at this. Wow. So I'm there, My she's a family member, and I'm praying for her to be okay. She was in the ICU and everything, and so I'm praying for her to be okay. And while I'm praying, I'm so much in praying that she does not die, that nothing happens to her. I'm not realizing that I'm being healed in the process. So you're praying for somebody else's healing, yes, and you're also being healed at the same time. And I remember waking up a morning, I cannot tell you exactly the process between the days that I was praying, but I can't tell you when it happened, but I know a morning I woke up and my entire room was bright, like bright, bright. When I tell you bright, I was like, wait, I got up and I was like, why is this room so bright? I didn't change the curtains. Why is it so bright? Woke up feeling like, wait, okay, all right. But I had no time to really dwell on it because of course, I'm praying for my, you know, this family member to be okay. And we're we're running to the hospital every minute. We're there, you know, outside praying for and that kind of thing. And probably it didn't hit me until probably a few weeks after you know, realizing weight. I'm not feeling the same way I was feeling before. Like, I'm not feeling the heaviness. I literally used to feel when depression would come on. Mm-hmm. 
because it's like this spiraling kind of feeling that takes right. you all the way down and like you can't you feel like you're going down a rabbit hole and you're trying to stop but you can't and then when you get there nothing else matters i remember he used to say well now you have to live for your children and you have to you have so much to live for and i just couldn't it i don't know it just was hard you know um but that's how it worked to me i don't know like people say well you know now what people give us upon what you could do to get over it but yeah. i only know what the lord has done yeah for wow. me you know i think you sharing that like really spoke to me in a different way while you pray for somebody else's healing you got you that is all weird now i think that is the answer yeah. so if you have to share what was your biggest lesson to that entire period what did you learn my biggest lesson was to trust god Yeah, that was the biggest lesson because I really didn't know how the future would be for us, and uh, I felt I I felt alone. Yeah. I'm an only child, but I really never felt alone the way I felt not okay. having my husband, you yeah. know, having all of this. And so the lesson is, you know, looking, taking each step at a time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that as well. Yeah, I couldn't see what tomorrow would be. I know what's going on today. Yeah. I'll deal with today, and then the next day I'll deal with the next day, and just you know, immerse myself in the Lord. I know people when they hear this, oh gosh, you know, but I just I loved Him more mm-hmm. because I don't think I would have been here. That's all we're doing. Yeah, the thoughts I don't think I would have been. Wow. When they're seeing me being here, and I'm so happy that you are here. I'm so happy, guys. Like, let me tell you, I met Mel so many years ago, and she's like a life. She's like a another mommy, and she's had this beautiful soul that always makes me feel so safe and so loved. And I'm so happy that you're here, Mel. Okay, so we're going to get into some easier questions, right? Thank you. For are you <laughs> you're introvert or extrovert? Um. I used to be an extrovert. I think now I am an introvert. Right. Okay. We make sense of that. Yeah. <laughs> Mashed potato or pasta? Pasta. Really? What kind? I like Alfredo. Okay. I like Alfredo. Chicken, shrimp. Doesn't matter. Ah, uh, doesn't matter. There we go. Um, do you prefer your kids small, or you prefer them at the age that in? So you prefer them at newborn, toddler stage, or is everything left for you? That was your favorite, or you prefer them right now at the current age? Which remind us how old they are. I, well, one is going to turn twenty-one this year, and the other one is turning twenty. Just as you have two of goals, nobody would look at you and think that you have a twenty-one-year-old and twenty-six year old. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which 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 part of the development you prefer? I actually like this part, you know. Really, I I love the part when they were small to have oh, fun and stuff. I like this part because we get to chat, we get to interact with each other. I drive them crazy. Yes, <laughs> I do. I'm an old school parent, mm. um, but I love them deeply. We've been right. through a lot as a family, so I actually enjoy it at this yeah. age. Uh, what advice do you have for any moms who, you know, probably going through dealing with depression, dealing with anxiety, having a hard time navigating, maybe they go into a similar situation or something different? Like, what would you tell them in terms of, you know, getting through one, the overcoming those mountains that they do live in? Um, I think what I would say is, yeah, everything is a season. Life is in seasons, and we go through certain seasons. Based on how much we learn, you yeah. know, um, and it 
it will get better if you keep at it it will get better we always think it, it's not going to be okay it's not going to be better but it will get better um going to say it having that relationship with god sometimes he's the only person even when the support group has gone and everybody's gone home and you are left with your thoughts you're left with you alone um crying out to him you know seeking him out asking him to come and be there he's not going to let you yeah and you for sharing that this is we just let you guys know that if anybody going through a similar, a similar situation or you just feel like you know yeah the pits like let's use this as a nudge right like let's use this as the opportunity for us to actually you know recommit to our relationship or intimacy with god because i i mean what you managed to get through the mountains that you go working well like that was not by yourself that was not even strength okay um so another thing is share with us one lesson that you learned from any of your first you have two daughters right just mm-hmm. one lesson that you will you learned from either of them oh my gosh <laughs> and they all are now so i know you have a lot to choose from um once again seasons because mm-hmm. we've been through all the seasons yeah you know, the adolescent being you know and we're still going through seasons i think i as i said before i'll stress i drive them crazy <laughs> Um, because of the different age group and you know the yeah, different yeah. way that I've been brought up, mm-hmm. um, but I would say to just love, be patient with them. Mm-hmm. Um, when you lose your patience, then you know it's time to kind of walk away for a little while, yeah, um, and kind of regroup, mm-hmm. and then ask the Lord to help you. <laughs> right, so that's all we need, right? We, we need Jesus to yeah. deal with our kids, right? Mm-hmm. So. You're a DIY expert, right? <laughs> doing design. You know, I've been seeing you doing big things in these big corporate spaces with designs and it's just pillows. And I still have my um, DIY. What is that? What you did? Wall desk. Yes, wall this, right? Yes, wall, wall design. Um, and you're also a teacher. Yeah. And then you're also running your own business being a teacher, right? How do you juggle all of that? Schedule. Set. No, this seems to be a running thing, right? I heard, I heard patience. Yeah. And I'm hearing schedule, yeah. Yes, scheduling every single thing. I I have uh, three different things that I do. So I do the scheduling with the teaching. I do scheduling with uh, the two businesses, which I just recently split into half. So one is design and one is the right. handmade things. Right, I did see that. Yeah, so... Um, I just I like to write a lot. Yeah. Well, I like to write a lot. So yeah. good. So I like to write. So I write everything out. I group everything down. And then once I group it down, you know, and I write down all the different things that I need to do. What I used to do previously is, you know, when you don't finish something and you're like, oh my god, yeah, I should have finished this. Why I didn't finish this? And then you push yourself down to the limits and then your body gets mm-hmm. run down. It's not doing that. Right. I started like doing the list and taking everything off and then whatever doesn't get done moves over to the next day. Right. 
do the next day and so we go. So because you are older, kids often doing an expert in this parenting thing, right? <laughs> um, were you always like that in terms of organization, prioritizing, schedule? No. Okay, so that gives us grace. Like oh, I no. have the opportunity to learn and grow and the mommies listening. Yes. The younger mommies, we have the opportunity. Okay. Oh, yes. Oh, every as uh, you know, everything all over, not being able. You see, because as I said before, everything is a season. So when you're going through with the younger ones, you know, yeah. um, I remember I wasn't doing all of this when right. um, my husband passed, and then I had to go in. I wasn't doing all of the run here, run there, doing cre- you know creative stuff and stuff like that. I was doing it in school, yes, art and craft and stuff. Been doing yeah. this for a while, but. I wasn't really running a business. I was just teaching. Right. And so it's it's now branching off. Into, and when I branched off into this, that season of having my own business and stuff, my older one was already in secondary school. Oh. Yeah. I just need to share, right, that by you sharing this, and I, I really appreciate that you have older kids, right? It really puts, gives me some type of grace and self-compassion. So I hope you guys are receiving us as well. Because, you know, as moms, especially if you have young kids, we're in this place where, like, we're not doing enough. Mm-hmm. We need to do more. You know, like, we have to set it up now. I have to get this business on the ground now. I need to be making this amount of money now. And it, there's just this urgency and this nowness because we want the best, yeah. right? And I appreciate you sharing the story and sharing your journey. And, I mean, now you're still teaching. You're running multiple businesses. And you're just in a space where you're able to balance but you, you gave me a lot of grace or you, you share, sorry, that I get to give myself a lot of grace because I don't, I need to be presently now, mm-hmm. acknowledging season that I'm in and trust God and acknowledge that the things that I do want to accomplish, I would have the time to. Yeah, I think I, I, I hear it when young parents, you know, young mothers or young people in general, I think they feel that everything is running away. Because they make us think like that. Yeah, and they feel like, okay, I need to do this now, I need to do that. Who says that you need to do this now, need to do that now, that you need to finish this now? Yes, okay, I understand that you have to pay your bills, I understand that you know you have responsibilities, but enjoying life is also part of it you yeah. know and if i had known that before you know sometimes you wish you know things before yeah. you go through certain experiences and then you realize okay that's the reason why this happened okay, right i just need to rest you know mm-hmm. um right. i just do what i need to do you're gonna be just fine you know yeah. and you will make mistakes yeah um in parenting you will because they don't come little people do not come you with that or not where is he finding well, like i'm still trying to figure it out with this little one that's yeah. i have and they evolve and they're always changing it's so dynamic i mean yeah. if you do not have an open mind to do this yeah bless the lord right yeah. Yeah. so this will bring me to one of my last questions how what does your self-care look like now because i know right so i'll just share my mom she's not one right she's like i am about me right now when i've committed my life to you so she's very heavy on her self-care um of course she still works but she prioritizes her self-care so what does your self-care look like now well i have done the occasional runaway yeah <laughs> okay where can we go 
Right, right. Um, do my little, get my feet done, okay. my massage done, and be, well, of course, because of our older ones, they yeah. the most that they would give me for gifts would be a massage. Oh, mommy, go on, you know, right? That so, yes, and then I have some girlfriends. They love to run away with me as well. Right. So we do the running away. You know, yeah. and you don't have to go. I've learned that you don't have to hop on a plane to run away. Mm. You know, with the lots of um, Airbnbs they have and the right. spaces that they have, you right. take a little time and you know you just go and dip in a pool a little, a little bit, you yeah. know, relax and laugh and talk with your friends and right. that kind of thing. Take the vibe off of everything and then come back again, yeah. you know, and do what you need to do. I appreciate that. Well, I appreciate you. I appreciate. I, you. <laughs> I do. I'm so proud of you guys. I, I need to say that I'm so proud of her. She is amazing. I am watching her blossom and, you know, just, I peek, you know, and when it comes up on my timeline and love and everything, because I am so Thank you for being here with me, man. It's been a couple of years and I know you've been great for me on your side and you've been rooting for me. I mean, we might not see each other very often, clearly, right? Yeah. But um, I, and I adore you and thank you for sharing your journey with us. I know that the Struggle audience appreciates you. They value things that you have to say, especially being somebody who went through the overcoming mountains that you had to. And now you're on the other side, helping, supporting, saving, and being creative in the process too. Okay? Yeah. So guys, I appreciate you. Thank you, Mel. Right? You're welcome. Thank we you. do this again, right? Yes. <laughs> guys, so this brings us to the end of this podcast episode of the series Moms Overcoming Mountains on the Triple Studio Podcast. And I will see you guys in the next one. Bye-bye. <laughs>